Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 68. I am your host, Alejandro Oveda. Thank you for pushing play. What a fantastic week. I got to tell you guys, thank you for supporting this podcast. Uh, definitely uh, during this pandemic, I need you guys to know uh, I've been feeling the love and I, I, I keep seeing uh, all you guys pushing play. And to me, that is making me want to continue this podcast. And, I, I, you know, I'm kind of sorry for this week. Um, I kind of got on a, a late start on the podcast. Uh, I didn't drop it as usual time in the, in the morning. So I'm so sorry for those morning listeners that depend on this podcast on Thursday. But I had a family affair, had to, uh, you know, be there for one of my cousins uh, going through a rough time right now. And I just I, I just know family go, comes first, especially with this podcast, especially with people that know me most. I, I I just couldn't wait to get to this podcast this week. There's a lot to talk about, uh, but I, I just want to start off by by telling you guys how my week was. You know, uh, it was a very hectic week. Uh, you know, especially with this heat going right now, and then it goes hot, cold, hot, cold. Uh, I, I I enjoyed the the, the the spring, but I definitely don't enjoy those back to back 100 degree days. Uh, it's been pretty rough, you know, uh, especially now um, living here on, on my own. You know, it's, it's been tough to try to keep this house cool. Uh, but we're we're trying to find new ways, especially w- with the pool. Uh, so I've been swimming so much lately, and, and and without that pool, I think I wouldn't be able to survive in in this in this heat in Fresno. Uh, it's been, you know, one of those summers so far where. Uh, my allergies have been just kicking in. Uh, I, I sound groggy. I, I sound really gross. But you know, uh, I just I just love those nights though. When it hits around eight thirty, uh, that that sun goes down, that breeze starts hitting, and that that's my time that uh, that I that I love to be out and about. Uh, that I like to really be outside and 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 enjoy uh, being outside. Uh, definitely during the day, you will not see me outside until probably when the sun comes down or if I am outside, it's definitely in the swimming pool. Uh, but this week was, was a very tough week. Uh, I didn't do very much, uh, per se, but with this quarantine and how things have been going, uh, I lent out a, a helping hand to my cousin Anthony. He put in some French doors at his house. Um, my parents came into town, which was awesome. Uh, got to see them for a few days and, and really hang out with them. Uh, my mom's been quarantined. She hasn't seen any family, hasn't been around anybody else. So it, it's been real, real interesting, uh, especially how we kind of, um, you know, that that went by rather quickly. I already miss my parents. You know, it's it's not every day you get to have, have your parents here at your own house. Uh, you know, got, got to make them breakfast. Uh, got to see my mom. I mean, I haven't seen her for probably half a year almost. Um, it's been too long, and, and it was really nice to have uh, both my mom and my dad in town. Uh, but besides that, you know, I've been really trying to try to stay home, try to keep my distance away uh, from any infection. Uh, of course, you know, I go to work throughout the week, but I take my precautions. Uh, you know, I, I sanitize before. And after I leave, uh, I, I just think everybody needs to take those precautions right now. Uh, even though people are out and about eating at restaurants like it's normal, 
but really right now is the best time that we all should really uh, still, you know, continue to wash your hands, continue to uh, social distance. And if you're anywhere in the public, make sure you wear your mask. And it's not just for, you know, other people, it's for yourself. It, it, it protects a little bit of uh, for something, you know, you gotta, you gotta just take it for what it is. And, and I mean, to me is you, you have your choice, but I know I would rather be safe than sorry. And, and, and take that route and, and, and make sure that, uh, you know, I, I continue to sanitize that that's been my number one key for the last three months is sanitize your hands, sanitize anything that people may touch, um, uh, often, and it's not to be like a germaphobe. I've never been a germaphobe or anything like that. But I just think, you know, that cleanliness needs to, to be there uh, all the time now, uh, especially with things trying to go normal. I think people are, are, are mistakenly um, out and about with, without, with no regard uh, of what, what is out there, especially seeing the numbers, you know, uh, and we'll talk about those numbers in just a bit, but just seeing the numbers and, and, and the amount of people um, that haven't been tested. I mean, that that's the, that's the key part is, is to test these people. Uh, but you know, it was been a family weekend. I, I really enjoyed that. And, and I, and I, you know, that's what uh, I tried to strive for, uh, you know, friends, friends and family to me, uh, they're, they're on the same echelon. You know, uh, if you know me, I'm very, I'm very loyal to, to the people that are loyal to me. And I, and I think, anybody could appreciate uh, a good relationship, especially, uh, when, when they're in need. And, and, and I, like I said, I'm sorry that the podcast, uh, you know, got delayed, but you know what, we're still here. Uh, episode 68, we're, we're having a good time. Um, but what, what did I listen to this week? You know, that, that's, that's one, uh, one topic I wanted to talk about the most. And, uh, you know, throughout this whole protesting and all this stuff going on, uh, Run the Jewels 4 came out. Uh, and if you don't know who Run the Jewels is, it's uh, a duo of Killer Mike uh, out of Atlanta and uh, producer uh, slash rapper LP. Uh, this is their fourth installment of basically free content. You know, they, they, they release these albums free. Um, I don't know how they usually, how you can get the free copy. Uh, I listen through Spotify, so of course I'll be able to listen to it. But I think you're able to listen to it on YouTube. I think you're. I think there's a place where you could actually download the album. Um, but th- to me, anytime uh, Run the Jewels comes out, I definitely have to have to have to listen to it. And so far, to me, you know, this could could very well be a, a, one of the be- better albums I've heard in, in the last uh, month months or so. And I, I'm definitely, uh, with Killer Mike, you know, he, he definitely has a lot to say. He, uh, he's just one of those guys that's passionate about, uh, his craft, uh, especially around his culture in, in Atlanta. And I think it, it's, it's very, very well put together. This album, uh, LP did a great job. Uh, the features also on this album were pretty, pretty dope. Uh, but some of the songs that I that I gravitated towards were uh, was Yankee and the Brave episode four, uh, Ooh La La featuring Greg Nice and DJ Premier, Out of Sight featuring Two Chains, uh, The Ground Below, 
I mean, there was there was a bunch. Especially he had Pharrell on the on the album. Uh, they had Pharrell on the album, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, this came out during the protest. This came out during you know everything that was been going on, and I, I just feel like you know if they could they could really put out something that moves you know a gen- uh, uh, the society. I think more people need to be putting out, you know, more content. Um, but what have you guys been listening to? What have you guys been um, during, especially during this quarantine? Have you guys been listening to more music? Have you guys been watching more movies? You know, to me, I I, I try to keep it at the same. Uh, I watch a lot of shows per se or docu series, and especially the one that I want to talk about this week. Uh, well, I did start. Uh, on Netflix, History 101. But this week, I wanted to talk about uh, the newest docu-series called Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. And it's about a... a, And I didn't know about this guy until, honestly, uh, I heard that he he, he committed suicide in in his jail cell. Didn't know the whole story. Didn't know the politics about it. uh, But... This 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 docu series really puts you in the front seat, um, but it's about a life of a financier and who who is now labeled a sex offender. Uh, but the story broke out, I think, two thousand nineteen. Uh, but I really, like I said, I didn't really know much about it. Uh, but he is now known for sleeping with underage women. He he filmed these women um, and as well as his guests at, at his mansion in New York and also uh, at his uh, private island in the Virgin Islands. Um, he owned, you know, that island. And many witnesses say that uh, they're there at that, at that uh, island. He traffic, trafficked a lot of underage women. Uh, he was first accused of this in 2005 for paying a 14-year-old girl to massage him while he was naked. Uh, this led to uh, the victim's parents contacting the police, and that's when this investigation took place. Uh, the police department was not doing much about the case, so they handed uh, the case over to the FBI. This is when many more victims were found. Uh, a lot more witnesses were found. Uh, the story is just interesting, and one especially after he was supposed uh, to be charged with sleeping with the minor and sexual abuse. Instead, he was uh, charged with only soliciting a prostitute. Uh, but later in the docuseries, it revealed uh, that many famous people and famous leader, uh, and powerful leaders uh, were friends with uh, Epstein, including Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, and so many more. Uh, but the story doesn't end there. In 2019, he was then uh, where he took his life in a New York jail. You know, and ever since it's been controversy. It's hard to to watch this because, you know, he he really had like a like a a, a pyramid scheme for trafficking young women, and to me that is freaking scary. And and to know that all these famous people and all these powerful people, you know, befriended Epstein. Um, it and you know just hearing the stories and seeing the victims have to relive these stories, you know, it puts some puts puts in perspective that, you know, this is this is a a pond in in, in such a big um ocean. I don't know how to say it. I don't know the analogy, but 
this is a very minuscule uh, account, you know, of, of sex uh, trafficking. And especially, you know, when it when it starts taking place on private islands, you know, to, I don't know, just... Just the way that he was able to to get away with this for so long, it just it just gets me gets me sick. But I just want to tell you guys, thank you for you know tuning in again. But let's just uh, start the podcast now. And I, like I wanted to talk uh, talk about was uh, the coronavirus infections that doubled in the last two weeks. Um, these numbers are alarming, and I think a lot of business owners are actually worried that they might have to close again. Uh, a lot of these numbers are coming from, you know, nursing homes and also uh, jails and prisons, which, you know, the state has tried to try to stay in close contact with, uh, with both of the, you know, both of, uh, industries that are infected. Um, but it's, but it's really hard to really uh, tell without the, the right testing and the right amount of tests uh, being issued to, to, to the, uh, to the people. Uh, but Fresno is, is definitely on the state's radar after seeing the numbers, like I said, double within a couple weeks. Uh, Fresno County is now above uh, 2,100 cases, and and this was uh, official uh, as of Saturday. So hopefully this is a, you know, a wake-up call for, for uh, testing. Uh, it needs to be done in a higher capacity. Uh, this has all happened, you know, during the opening of our economy in Fresno and officials say that there, there not, might be another peak in uh, July or August. But with these, you know, numbers spiking, I wouldn't doubt the state uh, making more restrictions in our County. Uh, we just have to do our part. Like I said, just by washing your hands, wearing your mask and just uh, staying six feet apart with the our social distancing. But now I want to talk about, our Fresno artists that have uh, dropped two videos in the last week. Uh, the first was MC Wicks with his Ghetto Artsy intro video, uh, which he dropped last weekend. But I got to tell you, he keeps dropping those gems, those videos that he drops. I, I got to tell you, you know, it, it's going a long way. And I think people are, are, are definitely digging the visuals on the, on the newest uh, Ghetto Artsy video. Uh, but this one has been one of my favorite tracks from the project. Uh, and it's interesting that he picked the intro to uh, to, to make a video, uh, but the visuals are around town, which include Aesop, Aesop's tables, uh, murals throughout the city, shots of the county jail, uh, Buddha smoke shop. Uh, you can definitely check out this video on MC Wix's YouTube channel, uh, Wix MC. Uh, but the second video I want to talk about is from BKR's. Uh, you have may notice that I'm not all there myself, which is the chapter two undiagnosed. Uh, this chapter BKR raps uh, and makes his viewpoints be known. He mentions a lot about political and societal issues that need to be addressed. He talks about his own kids um, who got sick last November, uh, when many you know experts have said that uh, the coronavirus was widespread. Before this de uh, this pandemic was found, uh, definitely sometime in November, December, uh, January, uh, they say in that time frame. But he also talks uh, about you know raw material that is relevant right now, and I think 
you know, seeing all that raw emotion that he that he puts, especially talking about these heavy topics, you know, I just I just can't wait for the next video now. Uh, that just that just makes me so interested in this project, and I think he's taking this project to another a level uh, that was unexpected. I I mean, there was supposed to be a DJ MV and BKR uh, compilation album, and and now it's this this honestly his masterpiece. After what he did with the Lotteria series and seeing what he's doing with these chapters. Uh, videos, I think uh, definitely he has a lot going on for for what creativity and the the kind of skills that he's portraying now. Uh, it, it's it's starting to to really progress, and I think you know once once people really uh, check out these videos and spend the time to really uh, hear what he has to say, I think I think people are really going to catch on. Uh, but this video actually dropped on Monday. And you can catch this video and all upcoming chapter videos uh, that BKR has planned to drop on his website, uh, BKRraps.com. Now let's talk about a little uh, some sports. Let's talk about the MLB with the MLB draft. Um, you know what? This last uh, couple of weeks, I've been kind of kind of bummed out that you know there hasn't been real talks or real serious talks about a season starting. Uh, I'm a big fan of baseball, and uh, I'm a new fan. And I think, especially for the new fans and people that uh, they've 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 got uh, viewing baseball in the last few years, which I would think the numbers have actually been increasing. Um, I think they're going to lose those fans if they don't have a season this year. Um, I'd, I'll definitely still be a fan. I'm definitely just a fan of baseball altogether. But I, I, you know, I'm a Giants fan. I go to at least two games a season. Uh, I look forward to those games. It, it's usually with family and friends, uh, and, and and we all take make it make it a, a big a big thing to to go out to the park, uh, just enjoy San Francisco all together. Uh, it, it just hurt. It hurts a lot of industries, especially uh, with San Francisco. You know. When the when the Warriors are not doing too good, at least you know, and then you don't have a season ending for the Warriors in San Francisco, and then you have the Giants not even going to have a season or not even being talked about having a season. I think it, it hurts it hurts a lot of industry, uh, especially with the pandemic. You know, uh, they're losing a lot of money uh, by not having games, um, but they they still had the 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 draft this this. Uh, past week and the MLB actually made a shorter version of the draft this year only doing five rounds instead of uh 40 they did this to save money of course for the for the pandemic uh, the Detroit Tigers picked number one uh, they they selected Arizona State slugger Spencer Torkelson uh, Arizona State played the the Diamond Dogs actually earlier this season um, so it was kind of interesting seeing that he was picked number one, and 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 uh, he wasn't projected number one either. He was probably projected top five for sure. Uh, but I think the Tigers needed a a, a, a hitter, so they went for it. Uh, but talking about you know the the season and and how uh, they're proposing, the MLB owners are now proposing a seventy six game season, uh, trying to save. 
the 2020 season. Uh, this will give players 76% of their pro-rated salaries. Uh, but it's more than likely that the players will reject this. And uh, they, they don't want to give up any of their pro-rated uh, salaries. They want they want 100%. And I think, you know, negotiations should move towards uh, a higher percentage for the players. Unless, you know, they just give them 100% of their pro-rated salary. I mean, that that would be great, but... I just think, uh, for the for the players' sake, uh, they make a lot of money, you know. But a season needs to go on, so I don't know if if they if they could do a seventy six game se uh, season. Uh, who knows how this will work out in the long run, especially with the with the money that's uh, that's issued through through uh, each you know team. Uh, but I think. If there's not a season, they're going to lose a lot of fans and definitely going to lose uh, a lot of money on, on jersey sales, on, I don't know, ticket sales if they ever happen. Uh, it's just it's just one of those things that is unfortunate that it always has to come down to money. And instead of playing a game that, you know, kids play, uh, you know, being professionals, you know, it's a lot more than just playing the, the sport. But with that being said, the NBA has now uh, stated that the that they'll, they'll return a uh, 22 team season, which at first started July 31st, but now they moved it back to July 30th, which will include eight regular season games, then playoffs, and I think the finals will run through October 12th. This is a I don't know how this is going to play out for the NBA. Uh, you know, going head to head with uh the NFL, then going head to head with uh NCAA football. I think it's uh it's really tough to really uh, see how how their numbers will do. I think it's important to have a season this year. Uh, maybe not the, not an eight game, you know, season play. Uh, they're gonna invite only twenty two teams. I think it should only be the top sixteen teams. Uh, start give them eight games around uh, you know exhibition games uh get them ready for the playoffs and then they'd be able to you know play uh, play off for a championship run uh but they you know they're they're talk they're they're talking about marquee players that wouldn't be involved in the playoffs like Damian Lillard Z uh, Zion Williamson um you know and and the Spurs I mean there's a lot of money at stake and I understand why they why they uh, wanted to to have that eight game uh, regular season because teams still need to to get active and and and, and get to uh, playoff uh, level basketball. And I don't think we'll see uh, playoff level basketball until the actual playoffs start. So I don't know how these eight games are going to play out for the NBA. Uh, but what happens is the finals, like I said, will run through October twelfth. Uh, then the NBA draft will be October 15th. Then the start of the 2021 regular season will be December 1st. So I don't know how these dates are going to start matching up, especially now that the NBA is now going to be the 30th instead of the 31st uh, 1st of July. Uh, but i also been hearing a big group of players are concerned about, you know, this format of play. How fair is it? Uh, which teams deserve to be there? 
there's a lot at stake right now, especially with safety issues. I know uh, they, they they have this kind of uh, bubble mentality where they have uh, people that you know stay within a bubble's reach. Uh, nobody that could enter the bubble. Nobody. Uh, no, and only the people that are affected from the coronavirus would be uh, out of the, the bubble. Uh, but I don't know exactly how safe it's going to be, and I don't know the con- uh, the consequences that if players do g- go into you know a bubble, how 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 would they be able to you know see their families? How would they see their friends? Um, but I think a lot of the players really wish they had a choice. Uh, to stay home uh, without any consequences, without any fines, without any, without losing pay. Um, to me, you know, if the owner allows it, they, then the owner allows it. But I think they should have to play uh, if they're trying to have a actual season go on. Um, and and you would know that the, the best players in the league would probably sit out. And that, that's for a good for for a good concern though, because safety to me is number one priority. Even though they're not going to have fans in the stands, uh, they still need to take precaution. And I don't know exactly um, how safe it's going to be. You know, um, I just hear uh, through through ESPN and, and other sites about what's going on. Uh, but I know that the the players will return to camp in mid July. So. You know, June's almost over. I think June's, I mean, we're almost there. We're almost to July. Uh, We got about, you know, we got about a month until the players will have to uh, get into cap and start getting into shape. I know a lot of players haven't been playing basketball during this time, you know. I know LeBron has been advocating for a lot of uh, voting rights right now, and and he's doing a, a big thing for uh, our generation of basketball. Uh, a lot of these players are also been protesting and and trying to trying to uh, set examples for our, our future generation. Um, I think the NBA needs to really uh, really think about this hard and, and see if maybe they can just do a sixteen game um, or a sixteen team. Uh, playoff. Now I want to talk about the UFC and Fight Island. Uh, announced Tuesday that the bout uh, on Fight Island will be UFC 251. Uh, this will be a safe zone and will only be for fighters, trainers, UFC personnel, and anybody that's involved in the fight. Um, fights will take place in the sand, and this island is uh, located in Abu Dhabi. There will be training facilities, hotels, and eateries on this island. Uh, and Dana White bought this island just for a safe and secure um, site to host fights. This will be something to look forward to as UFC 251, um, the bouts will have three title fights that night. So it's going to be exciting to see this. Uh, this was something that I was excited to read about, especially uh Knowing Dana White making moves the way that he does, uh, I kind of like this, uh, especially that they're going to do multiple fights uh, for uh, on the island during that weekend. Um, so there's still a lot to to details to be made, especially uh, you know there won't be any uh, fans in the audience. 
and it's only for UFC personnel. So I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But now for my favorite segment, Beer of the Week. And this week I wanted to review just one of my one of my favorite beers. And it's uh, Blue Dream, which is a New England IPA uh, brewed by Rocky Hill Brewing out of Exeter, California. It drinks at 7% ABV and it's brewed with 100% mosaic hops. This is Rocky Hill's most popular New England IPA. It is fully of hazy and nice juiciness uh, with a lot of citrus notes that are in the front end. Then the back end has a nice mouthfeel that allows the hops to slightly cut through uh, the juicy and creamy flavors. Uh, I got this at the Rocky Hill Tavern, which is on Van Ness and Olive. They opened up and started serving food and now pouring pints. You know, I got this feel from taking advantage of uh, my membership, which gives me one free growler every week. You know what? This is a great deal because when you think about it, you pay for it after, I think, the 15th fill. Um, but make sure you look at this membership, uh, which could be found at RockyHillBrewing.com uh, or on their on their uh, Facebook page or Instagram page. Um, this is a great deal, and I think uh, now that you know Fresno has a Rocky Hill um, Tavern, we, we definitely got to take advantage and help support these uh, local businesses that are here. Um, also, I wanted to bring up um, seeing that Chef Paul's made a top list uh, for uh, black-owned business. I want to just congratulate them. Uh, they make amazing food if you have not been to Chef Paul's, which I have not lately, and I definitely want to go back and go try. Um, they, I've ate there many times before, but I haven't you know, really supported them throughout this pandemic, and I think um, we'll make a make it make it a point to go out this week to support them. Uh, we got to keep supporting each other throughout this pandemic. I know uh, there's a lot of talks uh, going on about um, closures and, and and stuff like that, but we just got to hold tight, uh, keep supporting each other, keep you know supporting these local businesses, these local artists, and definitely these local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Oveda signing off. Episode. 68.